The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Christmas is a time of year where many people break out the whiskey or go for a good, real quality bottle of gin to enjoy at home to give us a gift or something for themselves. So I'm delighted Emmett Murphy is back with us, Irish Drinks Ambassador from MCM Brands. And you've brought in a collection of gins and whiskies for us again today. Uh, given that I'm more of a whiskey person than a gin person, should we start with whiskies or would you prefer to I start with the gin? I'd prefer to start on gin if that's okay. All right, start Just with the gin. Just because I have the, this bottle of uh, gin in my hand. That's probably the most festive bottle you'd ever come across as well. So it's a Clementine gin liqueur. So 20% instead of 40%, which would be normally. Okay. But it's uh, essentially like 40%, but then brought down to 20% with Clementine cordial. So quite sweet. Um, But also... Maybe a little bit gimmicky, but definitely. I'm going to take a photograph of this because it's it's light, it's lighting up. Yeah, so there's gold <laughs> there's gold flakes inside it, uh, so it lights up as a snow globe, but tastes great as well. So, um, so there, there's your glass there. Have a okay. go of it. All right. So instead of a tonic, this is actually drank with prosecco or else straight with ice. So we're okay. drink, we're drinking a bit of ice here. So really sweet, real Christmassy, easy to drink. Well, that's very sweet, isn't it? Mm. I do have a sweet tooth now. Too sweet for you? That's a little bit too sweet for me. I mean, I think it's a beautiful gift. Oh, I mean, the bottle again, will sell the it. Bottle well, once is you do open gorgeous. it, I enjoy, I enjoy the sweetness now myself. But with a bit of Prosecco on that now, fantastic. Oh, no, that's just a little bit too sweet. Too sweet for you? It's a little bit too sweet for me. No <laughs> offence to the people who've made it, but that's just a little bit too uh, sweet So for it's me. a UK gin for us from the Heyman's Distillery in London. But, uh, so it's Clementine, Clementine gin liqueur, so in the snow globe. Um, it's available most good what sort of price is that it's 30 euro okay so as a gift for somebody oh yeah as a a gift gift. you don't want to open it once (laughs) once you turn the light on alright then you have an Irish gin you want to go with next from Donegal I believe yeah so the next one is on Doolamon so it's made from uh, Sleeve League uh, distillers up in Donegal Uh, this is a maritime gin so it has five different types of seaweed in it so it's this glass here Okay. But straight away, so I've no tonic in this just yet, but straight away you can kind of taste the salty kind of brininess. Sorry, from I can it. smell it. I know, it's fantastic, isn't it? Wow, that is very, very different un- very from unusual. what you'd expect from a gin. Whoa. So a little sip. And Whoa, then, you should have told me a little sip. I gulped a bit too much of that back. And then just put a tiny bit of tonic in I there I will, as well. because that got that strong. But very unusual, like really unusual taste. Yeah, you can actually yeah, get the sort of, salty, of saltiness of the sea out yeah. of it, can't you? Yeah. Very so. unusual, but um, yeah, so that's on Dulaman. That's actually one of my favourites now. Oh, that has a kick. Doesn't it good? Wow. Even though if you're not, a, uh, if, you're, if you are a gin and tonic drinker, you'd love that now. Um, I'm now, not normally a gin and tonic drinker. I have to admit, I wouldn't really know my difference between gins, but that is definitely different. And that yeah, yeah has, extremely different. And that really has the sort of the salty aftertaste, doesn't it? Yeah, it's unusual, really unusual. So they forage the northeast, northwest coast yeah. um, to get all the seaweed. But it only kind of grows or comes in at certain times of the year. So very cool. Okay. Very labour intensive as well, I imagine. I'd imagine so. Okay, so that's the Undulaman Marine yeah. Gin. How much will that cost about? It's about 45 to 50. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, going back to more of a sweeter style of gin, but not in the cure. So it is a... An out and out gin. So this is more. So it's a um, it's a berry, a wild berry gin. So it's made this down is in, from Tullamore. Is made it? down in Tullamore. Yeah. So I'm gonna let you try this without tonic first, and again 
just smell it first and then oh that's much sweeter smelling yeah, so that's kind of almost, almost like the clementine gin except maybe not as sweet it's more of kind of a juniper so there's juniper but isn't uh, juniper the most important thing in gin yeah so gin needs to be kind of predominantly juniper led um, but then I suppose there are different variations so is that raspberry I can raspberries, say raspberries blueberries blackberries okay cranberries I think Oh, that's very different again. Yeah. yeah. The, the difference between that and the last one is absolutely enormous. Oh, they're completely miles apart. So what, yeah. if you can imagine like um, the taste, rainbow, like a taste spectrum, like this is like real dry, salty, and then this one is kind of on the sweet. Yeah, can I throw a bit of tonic yeah, into ahead. it as well? Okay, so, okay. Let me see how this... With tonic, it's nearly dangerously easy to drink. That's what I was just about to say. That slips down yeah. so much more easily with the tonic in it. You could start knocking that back. <laughs> At this time of the day, I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> now, I suppose uh, with gin, they're obviously kind of more of a summery kind of gin. But I feel like with these ones here, you know, you are getting that kind of summer summer vibes, but kind of at Christmas time. Okay. I was going to bring in some slow gins and stuff and... Then what do you mean by slow gin? So it's a slow berry. So, okay. And then, you know, sometimes you see them like with, you know, a hot slow gin, kind of like a mulled wine kind of vibe. And then I was like, no, we'll keep it simple. All right. And, uh, so m moving on to some whiskeys. Uh, okay. So the I, 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 as I think, you know, I love my whiskeys. It's a real Christmas. I think that's the only reason I come back in here every year. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first whiskey we're trying is a blended whiskey called Bart's. Uh, so there you go here um, where does this come from it is from uh, the guys that own Lockery Distillery so they also have a gin called Slingshot on the market oh yeah, yeah. Um, so the Clancy's so it's uh, it's named after their father so it's a five uh, it's a five different styles of Irish whiskey blended into one but finished in Oloroso uh, sherry casks and is that a sweet, there's a Swedish smell quite of it, sweet and yeah. that must and be from the sherry casks sherry casks and then there's also kind of a spiciness to it as well because it's also finished in rye casks okay I sorry I like smelling whiskey before I drink it like a yeah, wine well that's, that's, right. so, that's acceptable that's is it that's exactly what you're supposed to be doing so it's quite light I was just about to say that's very light quite light but um, has kind of a little bit of a spiciness a bit of maltiness at the back end it almost, again, not in any way it's been disparaging, almost like watery almost. Is it like it's been watered down say, already? Uh, it is at 46%. So some of the whiskeys that we're trying after this whiskey are higher AVB, but this one here is at 46 So it is approachable. You don't need to put any water in it or anything towards some of the whiskeys we're trying later will. But it's kind of easy, accessible, kind of a crowd pleaser. Do you ever mix your whiskeys, or do you believe they should be taken straight all the time? Oh no, she's just depend, depends what time, depends what sort of a way I am. Uh, yeah, look, I don't mind. Like there is whiskeys that are solely made for mixing for cocktails, maybe mix them with soda, whatever. And um, what this one would you just drink this straight? Just straight, or? maybe with some yeah. ice or whatever. Okay, I, I do think one of the best combinations you'll ever have is a a pint of Guinness and a and a whiskey. You're an old fashioned man for a young man, Emmett. Okay, all right. What else do you have? That's definitely not a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> it is a compliment. It was know. meant as a compliment. I don't know if it is. <laughs> uh, the next whiskey we're actually going back to uh, Donegal, and we are trying a uh, red silky. So a limited edition. 
And a beautiful looking bottle, a very long, yeah. slim bottle. We put up a picture of it after, but uh, yeah, beautiful bottle, beautiful whiskey, limited edition. Um, so it's a blended whiskey as well. So it's a blend of malt whiskies and grain whiskies with some peated malt used as well. Okay. Now, unusually, this is finished in ex Rioja cast and Ribera del Duero uh, cast from Spain. So predominantly, the grapes predominantly used are Tempranillo. So it's quite dry, red fruit. So those wines would have a lot of high tannins, but this kind of has the maltiness coming from the grain or the malt whiskey, but then it has kind of red fruits and kind of like coming through from the casks. Not, a, partic- like a, not a particularly strong odour off this. It could be the glasses we're drinking from as well. Could it be? Okay. You should, you should get kind of quite strong woody tones and red fruits. I'm getting the wood. Yeah, I'm getting it now as I'm sniffing away a little bit more earnestly at it. Okay. Oh, that's nice. That's good, isn't it? Oh, that is lovely. There's a little bit of peat at the back end as well, which kind of yeah. intensifies the other flavours too. That's uh, it's a, it's a very good job. Uh, that is, should be available. Now, it was a limited release. but It's called the Red Silky, is it? Yeah, the Red Silky. Um, it's about €50 Euro on, on the shelf. But, uh, which is extremely good value as very well, Very good value, it? yeah. There's a lot of whiskey in there for €50. Euro. Okay, and that's coming f- uh, from Donegal, okay? Yeah, from the same guys from Sleeve League. Mm, that is gorgeous. Okay, that's that's my fa- that's my favourite so far. I must remember as I'm drinking all this to this stay stuff. on the microphone. Um, okay. So we're going to try two whiskies at the same time, uh, and they are completely polar opposites. Uh, on one hand, we have the Teeling Black Pits Cast Rent Whiskey. Uh, which is a peated single malt, so um, heavily a peated single malt, so real smoky kind of sootiness, um, but loads of kind of citrus fruits at the back end. And then the other is a single grain whiskey from Fir Cullen. Fir Cullen is the brand owned by Powers Court in Wicklow. Um, this is a 15-year-old single grain whiskey, so made with unmalted grains, in a column still, as opposed to this is made with malted grains in a copper pot still. The t- Teeling's Black Pits. Yeah, so one is smoky, kind of like pungent, in your face, and the other is just really light, elegant, um, but kind of has like a custardy, kind of popcorny note to it. So uh, with the fair column, we're going to probably pour out first. So this is quite this a... Ri- is, this um, is an expensive whiskey as well, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. It's about €150 Euro on the shelf. Whoa. It, it does have quite treat a... this with great care. It so. does have quite a rarity to it as well. So there is only 252 bottles of it. Um, this is bottle number 35. But what I am going to do is I do want you to put a drop of water into it. Okay. Because this Why is, so? Because this is taken directly from the cask. It is bottled at cask strength. So it's about 57%... 56.8%. So you just take a drop, a few drops of water and it opens up and it kind of... How much water now would you recommend for that? Maybe just two or three drops. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Got it in one. Okay. It in one. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so that kind of... the When you put in the water, it kind of releases a lot of the aromas and kind of... If you were to put, put your nose straight into that glass at 57%, all you're kind of getting is the ethanol and the alcohol. So... With this, to kind of release or gets rid of that, and now you're getting all of the aromas, kind of that popcorn. And how long would you give the water to seep into it to get the most? Even immediately. Yeah. Immediately, yeah. okay. It smells absolutely beautiful. It's um, 
Okay. Describe describe the tastes that come out of this. So think of like sweet custard, kind of like very light citrusy tones, like lemon peel, orange zest, and then... Oh, that is beautiful. It's fantastic, isn't it? That is absolutely gliding down. It's it was just with a drop of water, it's just completely, like it's perfect with a drop of water. I was, I was afraid. See, I never would have thought of putting the water in. I was it. afraid coming in here. I mean, Why? With, with, I don't know, without putting that, uh, one of the most important things that I brought in here was that glass of water. <laughs> I, want, I really wanted to try it with the drop of water because it really does change the whiskey. And something I would say to people. Don't be afraid to use water. Yeah, because, because my, you know, my preference and your preference could be very different. And even you, if you can imagine you have a whiskey, for every drop of water you put into it, it's changing. So it's kind of like you try to find the whiskey that's perfect for you within the whiskey you're after buying. Let me ask you a question. If you were, say, to really treat yourself for €150 Euro on a bottle of Fair Cullen 15 single grain, single cask, once you've opened it, how long should you leave it open for? I mean, how quickly should you drink the bottle? Can you leave it for a you long time? You can leave it for as long as you want, really. Now, there's probably someone who's going to email in or text in and say otherwise, but... Once it's out of direct sunlight, it should be fine. It will outlive us, I imagine. Oh, that is delicious. It's great. This is actually... This is just sort of like you know, an expensive good wine. It's the same yeah, with the it whiskey, is, isn't, isn't it? But um, this is only available... I'll be finishing that to hell with the rest of the show, okay? <laughs> I'll be here with you. There's a lot of alcohol to go through. <laughs> What's your last one that you have for us? The it is your last the, one, I think. Yes, it is. The yeah. last one is the Teeling's Black Pits, so the big smoke... So this is also bottled at cast strength. So, like, I want you to smell it, take a sip of it, and then add some water and okay. take a sip of it again, and it kind of changes. Now, this is very, what would you say, kind of hearty, kind of smoky, kind of more kind of rough around the edges. But still has loads of complexity. So once you get... Ooh. So once you get past the peat There's smoke, a world of difference between the last yeah. one. That this is just bang, hits you. It's like a, it's like a punch straight yes. away, isn't it? I've never, never, I don't think I've ever got received a good punch, but... <laughs> <laughs> but if I was to say a, a good punch, yeah, this is this is a good sort of punch in a whiskey. Okay, so I've taken it without the water. I'm going to put a drop of water in it as well now. Yeah, because this, again, this is a bottle of cash scent as well. So you're releasing a lot of those aromas. Now straight away, once I add water into this, I think the peat... smell different. Completely different. So the smoke has went from being a really intense smoke to almost like a sweet... It's like wisping away off it. Yeah, but now it's kind of like a sweet kind of honey smoke, something like yeah. you see in a barbecue. Um, then it has that lovely kind of maltiness coming back and then that citrusy tones that we are talking about earlier on. That's also changed the taste and the impact immediately. It's Completely like drinking different. a different whiskey. Completely different. So it's actually kind of off-putting when you try some of these cast iron whiskies straight away. I think you need to work around with them and try, try them with a bit of water and the change then. Is water the only mixer you'd approve of? I don't know. Depends what time in the morning you can see me. <laughs> <laughs> but some things are, it's a sin, isn't it, to put, some people put things like Coke in there. Uh, Do you yeah. ever agree with that? Uh, I wouldn't, but look. I, I I wouldn't, but I'm I'm paid to sell whiskey, so you can drink it whatever way you want. To. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all of those, my recommendation would have to be the Fur Cullen 15, but that is 150 euro, and you say it's a limited edition, only 250 bottles released. Yeah. Okay. 
lucky people who have that. Anyway, looking. Uh, sorry, I'm not trying to mix my words up, as you would expect, having done this particular spot. Emmett Murphy from MCM Brands, an Irish drinks ambassador. How easy is it to get, other than your rare um, fur cullen? How easy is it to get? The, the rest should be available in all good off-licenses nationwide. Excellent. Perfect. Thank you for coming back and a happy Christmas to you Same again. Same to you. Thanks, Matt. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.